Should we start the show or what? Yeah, why not? Welcome, welcome back to the show. Welcome Clap back sync. to the show. Your parents, do you want? Is that better? If you, do you want that? No. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents watch this with Keem Beatty and Brad Semituck. I'm Keem Beatty. I'm Brad Semituck. Thanks for tuning in. We're brought to you by Comedy Here Often and also the People's Republic of North Korea. Hey, um, whoa. We're spot- Just comedy here off. No, no, no. We have another network. What has Dan us. said about trying to promote I forgot to tell you that we- Glorious DPRK. I forgot to tell you that we signed another brand deal. We both signed it. Well, t- they think we both signed it. But there's another deal on the table- and it's so just don't say anything bad. But we're brought to you here by Comedy Here Often and the People's Democratic Republic of North Korea. And we're here to tell you about why the movies your parents and um, why over your there, parents and dear leader are the <laughs> how the movies your parents and great su- wait, how the movies your parents and Supreme Leader watched changed their worldviews. Yeah, we're about to tell you why your glorious leader is the way he is. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm excited about the partnership. Oh, we should also say we're sorry that the episode's late. Uh, we had technical difficulties with our recorder. Oh, we got to tell them that we're switching our release date, too. Oh, yeah, we're switching our release date to Thursday now because I have a job and it's driving me crazy. Kian works at a spice store now. Um, so if you want cumin, and I work at me. in a gas station parking lot also selling spice, just a different kind. Anyways... Uh, we're talking about The Matrix this week, Kian. Yep. A film directed by who? Paul Ver... No, not... I know their no, name's not me. Paul. I was going to say Paul Verhoeven, but <laughs> I thought to myself, Honestly, probably pretty not. pretty good. Pretty good guess, <laughs> considering the tone. This movie was directed by the Wachowskis. Uh, it, it came out in 1999, stars Keanu Reeves and uh, Lawrence Fishburne and another lady. And uh, yeah, it's fucking... I liked it. It's about uh, Neo. Yeah computer hacker extraordinaire who gets called on by trinity and morpheus that uh you know the real world is fake he lives in the matrix they yank him out of there and now he's got to fight some fucking machines yeah you fucking seen it it's a movie where the computers start talking we all know what the matrix is about this is one of those movies that you know about even if you've never seen it yeah here's the thing is uh, this movie is the titanic it's that culturally relevant no it's more culturally relevant than the titanic i think it is honestly because because I, ti- I haven't seen the Titanic. I think the Titanic was the bit before this one because people were doing draw me like one of your French girls, but then they started doing pl- uh, pilled. Yeah, and then and then on well, bullet time also. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's I've where never Neo seen dodges that. all the bullets. There's just a lot of comedies, a lot of TV comedies parodied. That well, shit. I'm talking about the independent scene on Twitter.com. I'm not talking about fucking sitcoms and shit. Yeah, I don't know what your Twitter. I don't is, watch bro. sitcoms. I don't watch movies. I only I, watch Peachtree TV. I go I only online. Watch the King of Queens, and I only watch uh, another. I only watch Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, well, you know what makes me laugh is not a bunch of writers writing the same essential joke over and over. It's a bunch of non-professional writers writing the same basic joke over and over. What the hell are you trying to say about the Matrix? I'm saying that the internet's better than sitcoms. I'm not saying anything about the Matrix, but let's get into it. What do you think about it? I mean, overall, this is probably one of the most important movies in my life, quite frankly. Um, I had this shit on my iPod Nano as a kid. I've watched this movie countless times growing up. It felt like a warm hug when we watched it again. Man, I had never seen it, but so this movie to you is kind of like American Sniper to me. 
Did you really watch American Sniper that much <laughs> when you were a kid, or is this just a bit you're doing on the show? No, I assumed it was a bit, but I just never cleared it up with you. It's my podcast bit. It's one of my many bits. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I, I did watch it once, though. Okay. What's, what would you say is the actual movie you've watched the most like through your childhood? Because for me, it's Shrek, and I would say that The Matrix is like in the running with that. For me, I genuinely, like, I'm not doing a bit when I say I hate movies. Like, I really haven't seen that many. But the one I've seen the most is the B movie. Just because that's what I would put on when girls would come over in high school. That's genius. Yeah. Because it was, like, that was a big joke everyone was doing. And also, it was just, like, it's just, like, an inoffensive movie that you don't have to really watch, right? Well, yeah, that's, like, one of those me movies where you put it on and you're like, this isn't so bad. Yeah, you put it I on kinda... you just go, you like jazz over and over until she, um, anyway... But yeah, so that was a strategy I would do, which is, but I would do it in a respectful way Naturally. too. It sounds very respectful. This sounds very pro equality. I was doing it in a misandrist way, the way where you hate men, <laughs> not a misogynist way. Um, but yeah, so that's the one I've seen the most. I didn't get really a, like I had just been seeing Matrix references for my whole life yeah. without knowing what it meant. That's the thing. Matrix is very cultural. Like, what 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 kind of references would you see from it? Because I mean, like, the pill is huge. Yeah, the pilled shit. I feel then... like everybody dressing up like characters from the Matrix was pretty also huge. Yeah, and then people would just talk about Neo and Morpheus too. Yeah, well, like, what would you hear about them though? I don't know. People just do bits about how something someone does is like what Neo would do. And then you'd be like, okay, well, and I don't get it. So you just fuck have, you. It's like when you're trying to read a classic book before you're ready and you're just trying to figure out what that means with the context around it. Yeah. So anyway, whatever. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. But th- that's the point I'm trying to make is that movie. This movie is fucking culturally relevant, baby. Yeah, it's a big culture movie. What was your first reaction to it? Do you think it deserves like the longevity that it's had in the fucking culture or what? I was pissed off for the first half hour, and now I'm not 100% sure on how I feel about right. it, to be honest, because I flip-flopped. Well, let's start with what pissed you off. What was the first flip before the flop? Um, oh, wait, no. Actually, I started on a flop. I was happy at first, because it starts off... very confusing, but okay. <laughs> what do you mean? I just feel like flip would be the happier of the two. But now, you know, we started on a flop and you're happy. I'm sorry that I interjected. Don't fucking tell me. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me my own terminology for my own happiness. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, no cap. I'm I'm happy on flops. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because it starts with them doing crime. That's the first scene of the movie. Yeah, it starts with uh, uh, Trinity running away or, you know, doing an unspecified crime, I Mm -hmm. think. And running away from the agents. You're not sure what the crime is, but there's a little bit of a rebellious vibe to the whole You uh, assume scene. she might have stolen some leathers or something. And so I was like, oh, this movie's awesome. It's going to tell me to like fight the powers that be and stuff. But then I thought to myself, maybe it's not. Because also, it came out a billion years ago. And all that really happened was like school shooting outfits got popular again. Yeah. And people started dressing like cyber goths for a while. Yeah, which it shouldn't be a thing. There's why does there have to be genres of goth? Why does it, thank God there is sub goth genres? I like it. I think we've progressed too far as a society, man. I don't know, bro. I like it when uh, like the weird fucking cultures of people just like split off, and we're like, no, we're not that fucking weird. I think everybody has. There's I'm too weird many about computers. We I need... like bats and I like computers. 
Yeah, I feel like the first part of this movie, like we, I was saying it before on our uh, last episode, but it feels like a Neil Gaiman book. It feels like a escapist fan fiction for like a guy who works a regular nine to five trash ass office job. Yeah, like I kind of the reason him or the reason them starting with a crime made me like excited was because I always kind of thought this movie was just going to be lame as shit. Like that's why I never really watched it because. Every, like, I don't know, people just talk about the fucking Matrix in such a stupid-ass way. Like, you're always, like, in the lunchroom of a high school and someone's like, maybe it's a simulation. We're in the Matrix, brother. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I don't have to watch the movie then. Yeah, exactly. Like, every time anyone has deja vu and they're also kind of dumb, they're like, it's the Matrix. There's a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah, and so that that just made me, like, come into this movie already pissed at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a bit of a Scarface kind of mentality. I do, I do see this movie with. like Scarface, where it's like, yeah, you see all the fucking guys wearing Scarface t-shirts, wearing more, you know, fucking Morpheus glasses, and you're like, this, there's no way this could be good. I mean, I think wouldn't isn't this just the movie that like the next generation of that type of bro got really into? I would say so, but I think that this is like slightly more philosophical in that they ask the question, is this real? And no other follow-up questions after that. <laughs> yeah, dude, can you imagine Tony Montana being like, "Yeah, of course I killed him. I don't even know if he's a fucking real guy." You really think this is all there is, man? And then that's he's it. He's talking to uh Tony's talking to his friend in the car and he's like Man, why you gotta go after Frank? And Tony's like, I'm not even convinced he's fucking real. Yeah. Manolo's. <laughs> Manolo's always <laughs> spitting esoteric. Yeah. Hey, Don, you ever think this all might be a simulation? <laughs> hey, Don, you know those computers they have at the library? I could fuck Frank's wife because he's soft and also because he's a projection of a computer code and he's not even re- a real human. What, you think I'm really fucking Frank's wife and not just a collection of numbers and letters? Yeah falling code (laughs) (laughs) that's what i think is the progressive re-release of this is they combine it with scarface i mean that's how i feel about any movie i would like any movie a little bit more if you inception with scarface (laughs) that's better leonardo dicaprio is now a confused mobster he's now tony montana just trying to move a brick imagine the first half of the movie scarface and then he goes to sleep and then has a crazy fucked up dream and then that's the last half i would watch a scarface dream sequence what do you think he did dream about? Money. You think he had PTSD dreams, or you think he had, like, Scrooge McDuck dreams? Nah, I think he had Scrooge McDuck dreams. I don't want to live in a world where Scarface was dealing with the same problems I'm dealing with. But anyway, we already covered that movie. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> I wish The Matrix had Scarface in it. Yeah, yeah, but I think that you're right. It definitely, st- like, it, 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 I, I feel like Scarface is... Um, you know deeper meaning shit like scarface did have deeper meanings it was about a completely separate thing they just like tackled some philosophical and topical issues in between the matrix so it really just asked that one question what if we're in a simulation and then played that out to the end which was pretty fun they had like you know the whole kind of neo being the chosen one subplot which quite frankly i did not love looking back on it i thought that was kind of whack you thought that well like I thought it did have some good philosophy, like, about that shit, though. Like, when they, when he thought he wasn't the one and then found out he was the one, and then old Morpheus was like, listen, big dog, it's about, there's a difference between making a plan and following the path, or whatever he said. Yeah, I get that. Damn, damn, Morpheus. I thought, 
I was like, I would never let a guy with that type of sunglasses give me advice, but maybe I should start. Yeah, I mean, like, that's a good point. I get that sometimes you have to believe in yourself and just trust that you're doing the right thing or whatever. Like what Morpheus said to Neo after Neo jumped out of a helicopter or whatever to rescue him. But yeah. I just feel like, uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't feel like it needed all that. I, 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 I mean, I really just didn't like the Trinity sub, you know, twist they had to it. Okay. I thought, and I feel like I just don't understand why, like, the whole Morpheus thing had to play out like that. Like, I don't know why Morpheus was so confident in Neo being the one at the start, and then why he was just, like, right at the end, despite the Oracle telling Neo that he wasn't the one. Well, it's because it was a psyop. Do you think that's what it was? Yeah, because the Oracle and Morpheus knew he was the one the whole fucking time, but then they they had to tell Neo that he wasn't the one, so he'd be comfortable risking his life, because that's what he had to do later. Oh, maybe. So that's like how you have to maybe think you're of right yourself. about that. But even with, I, I guess I'm cool with that happening. I'm guess I, I, I'm cool with the Oracle telling Neo that he's not the one, and then Neo still doing dope shit. I think that's pretty cool. I just didn't like the Trinity thing where the Oracle told Trinity that whoever she falls in love with was the one. I think that was kind of dumb. Yeah, I just felt like all of this is really cool, and then it's like, oh, that's a fucking movie moment. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have to have that part, but also it's like. If you don't add, like, shit that people think is dope in movies, you're just not going to have people watch it. Like, that's why people watch Scarface and The Matrix instead of, like, a fucking just a YouTube video of a philosopher being, like, pontificating in a dark room. But that's what I'm saying is that there was so much other dope shit in The Matrix that, like, that kind of dumb... You're right about that. I'm right there They could have just jumped out of helicopters and fucking had, you know... 20 minute fight sequences and you know what i would have liked stoked. is if morpheus was the love interest what yeah. if morpheus and neo fell in love and then neo was like not into him he was a straight guy and morpheus is just like you're my one neo. no that's not what i think i think what if they both fall in love with each other and trinity also falls in love with morpheus but or no trinity also falls in love with neo but neo like doesn't want her. You want a love triangle? That's uh, what you think would make the Matrix better? Is yeah. a bisexual love triangle? Why not? It's 2021, You know brother. what? Fuck it, man. That wouldn't make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any way that could ruin the movie. <laughs> um, all right. What's the next thing we want to talk about? Uh, did you have a favorite character in this movie? Uh, anyone with a regular name. Um, Agent Smith. Yeah, I liked him. <laughs> no, I don't know if I had a favorite character. Who do? You, who's yours? I mean, I think it's tough because I mean, Neo was literally my definition of a cool guy for probably ten years. Why? And he has a trench coat and he has sunglasses and he has boots on. Need I say more? Well, Morpheus does too for way longer. Yeah, but you talked about the yellow or the green tie. I agree with you. I don't like the armless glasses morpheus just has some style choices i don't yeah, agree that's with. fair the armless glasses pissed me off so much but neo's look apart from his weird sport style sunglasses that are like complete fucking memes now i mean they just shouldn't have had sunglasses in this movie they could have had sunglasses i just think they should be square frames there's just to me there's just no sunglasses that look good i haven't seen one yet i think sunglasses look they cool. all look like a joke to me every single sick. type even aviators, it's like, oh, you're doing a bit where you're a cop from the seventies. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I just don't get. I don't get the sunglass. 
ideology. Isn't that crazy how cops have reappropriated aviators, the glasses <laughs> that were for pilots and named after pilots, and you just associate with them with cops now? Yeah, what what pilot needs sunglasses, man? Uh, one who's flying a little too close to the sun. All right, fuck this. A little, a little Icarus. Rip. It doesn't matter, but my point um, is that I just think they shouldn't have had sunglasses in this. Fine, whatever. I think I just cool. think it's hard to look cool with um, those on. Back to characters, though. I think Neo was tight. Yeah, I liked Agent Smith. I think Hugo. Oh, Hugo Weaving was the bad guy in this movie. I think he did an excellent job, um, just being like a creepy, uncomfortable cop who like. You didn't really get, like, a sense that he was doing, like, because he's just a computer program, and you don't get a sense that he fucking gives a shit about any of it. He just yeah. wants to fucking You think that's a metaphor kill for humans. how they train cops? Yes. To just become computer programs? I mean, yeah, I'm, I don't know if that was what they were going for, but I did not think that, I thought that the guy who was playing a computer program also did a great job being a real police officer. Because um, yeah. I can tell you, when I was in training, for my um, job as a well, for my job that I can't reveal to you because um, it's confidential. Yeah, uh, they really taught me some uh, black and white thinking. You want to give us two examples? They they taught me. Uh, they said um, the Irish are bad, so we have to surveil them, and there's no two ways about it. Oh, this is a good bit. <laughs> yeah i thought agent smith was cool he was he was cool because it seemed like he like it seemed like he didn't i don't know it seemed like he hated uh his job but also like felt like he had to do it yeah and i can get that can you get that do you think there's cops that are forced into the life I mean, no. I think anybody who decides to be a cop made that decision a while before they became that cop. I think they've made that decision in elementary school and they were I mean, getting bullied. But, yeah. you know, our buddy, <laughs> he was saying that he, he got denied being a cop because of some shit that he did in high school. Yeah. Like, you have to be thinking about that your entire life. Like, hey, do I want to be a cop? Do I want to, you know... Yeah, that's so insane, fun dude. Or shit that rules for the, my whole... I knew one kid who wanted... I know a guy now who's working with the UCP, and back in high school, instead of going to parties, he would just call the cops on parties. That's fucking weird. He would weird. be like, if I, if I catch wind of any drug use, any drinking, that's it. That's so fucked Shutting up. Shutting it down. Bro, I wonder if I knew any guys like that. Yeah, probably. I that's mean, there's so creepy. fucking losers out Man, there. Man, fuck that guy. We're that anti. Guy, bro, I swear to God, he's going to be the premier. Go yeah, somewhere else. Sucks. Shut the fuck See, up. I, he wasn't invited. He didn't know where the fucking party was. He just didn't want his friends having a good time. 17 years old, wearing a blue and white suit. I'll... He'd wore, wear tactical backpacks to school. And every. Dude, for Halloween, for every year since. I, w I went to elementary to like high school with him. Yeah. Every year he was either a cop or an army guy for Halloween. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's just no... Like, I don't understand why they... I don't really get that part of Agent Smith. Because it seems like it's insinuating that he was, f like, forced into this life. But that's just, like, not real. I think it kind of is. I mean, like, because he, he is a computer program who was... I, I mean, he's technically a machine. Potentially a robot. I guess if you're some sort of AI program, you call that a robot. Yeah. Um. So he. I mean, you can say that he is jacked into the into the matrix out of you know. But then it doesn't make sense that he hates it. Why not? Because it's all he knows. I guess so. I guess that is kind of fucking weird. Then. Yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, explain that, the Wachowskis. Maybe I'm just not smart enough to get it, but fuck. I don't know. I kinda I get I get your point now. If that's all he knows, why does he hate it so much? Was he did it was he a robot in the previous life? How about please explain that? How about give me a prequel where we just follow Agent Smith around for a minute? Yeah, I don't know. I thought I wish they would have delved a little bit more into that guy's ass. Fair enough. I liked him. Instead of showing me like Instead of showing Neo diving into his belly button. Go into the ass. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. There's no hole there. Yeah, there's no hole in the belly button, but there is a hole in the ass. But also, I think they were doing, like, that's how powerfully he jumped, was he jumped so strong that it went through the belly button He went in despite the lack of hole. Yeah, notoriously um, strong skin, (laughs) the belly button That's how you know he's the one. Yeah, Yeah, because if he wasn't the one, he would have gone in through the ass. Yes. Any old fella can get in through an ass. Absolutely. And that's our analysis on the Matrix. That is the analysis. Hey, you know what my favorite scene of this movie was? Hmm. When Neo gets on board of the ship, and then Morpheus is like, let me introduce you to the crew. And then he tells you who every single person is and what their role in this movie is going to be. Yeah. And I just think everyone should do that. I think every single film should do that. Yeah, that kind of rocked. Um, it's a way easier to know all the characters. So much easier. I mean, especially when they realize, like, like, I feel like that was a conscious effort. They were like, hey, okay. None of our characters are named regular shit. I feel like we're going to have to break that down for people. (laughs) I don't think that the world is ready for a movie where a character is named Cypher quite right now. I didn't know there was a guy named Cypher. Yeah, he was the bad guy. He was the guy who flipped on him. Oh, yeah, I just forgot his name. I thought it was like John or something. Ralph Cifaretto. Every time I see someone in a movie with a mustache, I'm like, his name's probably John. Uh, Yeah, that's generally a safe bet he is probably the worst mustache type of mustache i've ever seen yeah um, he looks ugly as hell i want to describe he's got one of those like, musta- like one of those long soul patches yeah it's just so funny that like movies never introduce you to people like that when that's always how you get introduced to people in real life yes but then movie guys are like it's not realistic if we just have him say the name show don't tell <laughs> yeah <laughs> But in real life, you're like, this is my friend Brad. He does a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've never just like brought someone around and then expected you to get to know him through context. Hey, pick up on the clues. <laughs> on the clues of conversation. All right, me and this guy that. are going to talk for 45 minutes. You try to learn what you can. <laughs> you got 90 minutes to learn everything about us. <laughs> no, yeah. just tell me and then I can enjoy this. That was so much better. Yeah, I feel like movies like gaslight you into thinking real life should go a certain way no it shouldn't this was like wildly accurate that was yeah even then i felt like that was kind of a goofy out of place scene but i'm like no the utility of this uh you know it's worth it but now that you're mentioning it no you're right that was the most realistic shit they could have done yeah and honestly if they wanted to make it more realistic they could have added another 10 minutes of neo poking around the shit being like hey what's that how does that work can you explain this head thing to me just like small talking about their past yeah exactly yeah, they just have a, you know, a guy tells a story about a girl that he dated. They extend that scene for seven more minutes because Nia's asking them all if they have kids and they're all like, no. <laughs> <laughs> they all say no and tell an anecdote about like their niece or something that they do have. <laughs> they're like about to jack into the Matrix. Nia's like, so do you have, uh, you got any plans after this? I think the Matrix should have been like the whole starting sequence until they met. And then the meeting should have just been them like hanging out for the rest of the movie. Yeah, and oh my god, you also like that noodle place? And they're then, just like talking about going, you know, 
and then a to be continued comes up on the screen and they're like now that they know each other we'll solve all we'll tell you what's happening in the matrix reloaded there should be a big i should i can show you the world sequence in the matrix where it's just like morpheus taking neo to like fiji and shit like that like <laughs> they're just doing like really fun i don't know why they don't do fun stuff ever in the matrix yeah, that's the crazy thing is like if you had the power to clock in and out of the Matrix and you also knew that most people would never agree with your philosophy on it, but like why would you keep trying to wake them all up instead Seriously. of just like teleporting to vacation? And it also really doesn't seem like there's anything stopping them from, yeah, just teleport. Like I get that there's business to be handled. I get that they're at war with the machines, but, you know, let's fucking chill sometimes. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like there's anything stopping them from doing that. Like Not a they lot can of ju- team building, exactly. <laughs> like they can, they can, they can, uh, you know, jack in for the Morpheus Neo fight. They can uh, mouse. There was the part where he offered Neo to uh, fuck the lady in red at breakfast in front of everybody. Yeah. Like, uh, like sh- they should just all be doing that more. Yeah, so exactly. So they can go in there and they can chill and they can do it. I just don't understand why they don't. And I think that the fact that uh, they're putting their leisure aside and not worrying about chilling and, you know, taking some personal days for themselves, that's what triggers Cypher's betrayal. Well, this is that's actually a problematic part of the movie, right? Because they're minimalizing the importance of mental health. Exactly. The Matrix is an allegory for the detriments of hustle culture. Yeah. Um and that's if I was to remake the Matrix, I would make them uh, a lot more self-accepting. Yeah, I would make it so that they would uh, accept. I I would make it so that God granted them the serenity to uh, you know accept the things they can't change, <laughs> whatever the other thing is in that sentence. <laughs> yeah, the, my version of the Matrix is about all of them uh, taking the the woke pill and then just being like, okay, let's do nothing then. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, okay, well, I guess if this is, I, yeah, they, I don't know why they're not a little more nihilist. Yeah, if they wake up and they're like, oh, all this is fake, huh? Well, then, yeah, everyone, <laughs> I, everyone I know in real life who's red pilled is just like, well, I might as well just drink beer on the couch again. Yeah, exactly. So I don't <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I don't know why that like finding out all of this is a lie triggered them to like you know find the truth or whatever i would have just been like so it's all a lie yeah dude the second i found out that there was one pedophile in the government i was like i'm never getting a job again i would have taken the red pill and then gone home i wouldn't let them like plug me into the mirror or whatever that sequence was yeah the real matrix movie is like you take the red pill and then you go on a hunt for more pills to take yeah you're like i'm just gonna take pills for the rest of my (laughs) life now (laughs) (laughs) yeah they should have done more vacations though because like that was the whole reason that guy fucking flipped on him uh let's talk about that so like that's kind of the main uh uh conflict of this movie i guess is that uh they so there's like the last human bastion bastion the city of zion which isn't you know that's definitely probably shouldn't have been called that we'll just say i think the fact that you say it shouldn't be called that is anti-Semitic, but let's move on. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you can't gloss over. That. I already glossed over it, and then you're like, "But you're you're bad." But yeah, also we'll gloss over it. Still, I think that's racist. You know what? I think I will say this. Let me change the subject. I it's I don't think it should be called Zion. I think it should be called Palestine. Yeah. 
You think the city in the sewers surrounded by robots? Whoa, 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 whoa. I just think that's the real name of it. Man, see, that's why I was trying to gloss over it. You can't you can't talk about how the city is named Zion without digging yourself a little bit of a hole. Yeah. I think. But anyway, my point my point is this. <laughs> Just calling it Gaza. <laughs> They're looking for the codes to the Gaza Strip, Neo. <laughs> Neo, there's a fence around the Gaza Strip, metaphorical fence that they cannot break through. <laughs> Neo, there's multiple checkpoints that they have. <laughs> <laughs> Neo, there's armed guards who are <laughs> Yeah, they're, I don't know. they're they're fulfilling their compulsory military service. I just like I I get a little weird when I see hints about Israel and things because I don't I'm not really all the way woke on what Israel is, but I know that I'm pretty sure that I shouldn't trust it. Is that fine to say? <laughs> the fact that you're questioning yourself, I, I, who's to say? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll edit that. Let's. Out. Uh, I don't. I look. I don't. This is a podcast about the Matrix. I don't think we need to delve. Into I want to talk about Israel, bitch. Israel. I want to talk about Netanyahu. You got to learn how to say his name before we can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about Morpheus Netanyahu of the Mossad. You saying Netanyahu sounds like uh, <laughs> it sounds like a uh, f- uh, fucking a cowboy saying a fr- you know something when his horse is galloping. <laughs> okay. Netanyahu. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Well, whatever. So here's what I think is that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, one of the guys on the ship, Cipher, the one with the long soul patch, yeah. uh, he wanted to sell out Morpheus because Morpheus has the codes to the lost city of Zion. To the regular city, to the respectful city of, to the rightful city of Zion. Oh, that's what we were saying earlier. It should have been called Atlantis. Yes, Th- then Atlantis. you just steer clear of yeah, any exactly. Well, yeah, aspects. that's the thing is that we couldn't figure. I can't. Still, right now, I don't understand why they went with Zion. Yeah, it's not like ultra Zionists weren't a thing back in 1999. Yeah, it's not like it's definitely bad. It's just like I'm confused it's, about. Yeah, it. why? It's <laughs> that's like you could have. You could have just. It's like. It's like if. Uh, it's like if we made a movie set in a town called Vatican City and just never referenced that that <laughs> it was called that. It doesn't come into the plot. There's no reason for it. It's just that's where we're from. <laughs> it, yeah, imagine if like uh, Reservoir Dogs instead of a warehouse, it took place in a bunker underneath Berlin. Yeah, why? <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, you could have just not done that, man. You could have been anywhere. That's all we're saying. But anyway. But like, yeah, Atlantis would have been a better name. Yeah. Anything. Rhode yeah, we Island. Were, we were saying been. like even like Pompeii. Pompeii would have been cool. They called it, should, could have called it Brooklyn, and I would have been like, oh, yeah, after that city everyone liked. I mean, that's not a city. That's a borough. That, but you wouldn't know that. After that borough. Your European ass wouldn't know stuff about my culture. Whatever, bitch. You could only dream of the European Union. Uh, well, you're not even in it. It could be. I and have you, a passport. Suck my cock, bitch. I can travel all over this world. All over these two continents. Okay. Anyway, so Cypher fucking <laughs> flips on uh, Morpheus, and he reveals that, like, the only reason he's flipping on him is because he's, like, tired of eating all this fucking shitty food yeah. because he had a crush on Trinity, but now Neo's there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he just wants to eat steak. Yeah, he's, like, flipping for the dumbest reason. He's like, 
I, in like the conditions of selling out all of his friends are like, yeah, I want to be a famous guy. Well, I think he just like bit off more than he could chew. Like, I think he just wants a simple life and thought like this was, I don't know what he thought. I guess you're right. I mean, you're probably right. But about I don't know that. what he thought. Cause like, why take the weight, the woke pill if you want a simple life? Well, yeah. And also, I don't know how Morpheus fucked up and picked this loser, you know? Yeah. It seems like he was so sure with Neo and like all the rest of the crew were like, you know, A+. Plus. But this guy is weak in the brain. Well, I think that's an allegory for how um, sometimes snitches can get close to you. Yeah. You just never know. You can't always trust your day ones. It's an allegory for how it be your own homies. Yeah. No new friends. I think that's an allegory for how. Well, no, because Neo was the new friend. It even That's his name even. That's true. I don't know what this movie's about, bro. Me either. This movie is so fucking confused. See what I mean about flip-flopping to hating it and loving it? Well, that's the thing. I feel like you try and read too deep into it, and they're like, whoa, don't. Is yeah. a movie about if this was a computer, actually. Yeah, they're like, don't read into that at all. Yeah, it's like, I just love that it's like the philosoph- It's like the most action-y philosophical movie, like, yeah, no, I mean, it's just like the there's like the least amount of philosophy in it as there possibly could be for a movie that's questioning whether reality is real or not. Yeah, I, I mean, just think it's so impressive that they could gloss over that. Yeah, it's the only movie, movie that like could fuck that. your whole life up and also has a kung fu scene. Yeah, yeah. Which you got to give it props for, but also why? You kind of do. I mean, I feel like this movie kind of started the kind of guy who's into Joe Rogan. A kind of guy who only <laughs> likes punching things and then being like, but am I really punching things? Man, this is Joe Rogan's uh, Rosebud. The Rogue Ro- Bud. The Rogue Bud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Joe Rogan doesn't talk about The Matrix every single episode. I mean, he basically is. I, yeah, you're right. In he a just gets way. like fake scientists that work for the CIA to like talk about the matrix without talking Bro, about i bet it. if you were to like break down the matrix and joe rogan into like percentage of like how much they're dealing with like martial arts and philosophy and the world it's all going to be like the exact same ratios for all of it do you ever think about how joe rogan and ben shapiro are the exact same guy except joe rogan worked out and ben shapiro just like went to book clubs what about ben Suckpino? what's that character entail <laughs> Uh, ben Shapiro, but he hypothetically sucks pinos. Uh, I forget what saying, your are you saying. Thing. That's a bad thing. Ken? Are you saying it would be bad if Ben I'm Shapiro sucked? I'm saying in the context of uh, Ben Shapiro is are a guy saying, and what he thinks about, it, are you, he wouldn't like that. You're saying you personally disapprove of if Ben Shapiro were to. I'm saying me personally, I think it rules. But you're saying for that, Ben Shapiro, he wouldn't like that. Anyway. But you're saying that you think it's a choice for Ben. You think he ben? Could, you're saying you think he could just choose to want to live like that? I think he's made the choice to live I think, as a straight guy. I don't see why he. I think we should move on before you dig yourself in even bigger. I think hole, you should can. stop digging me the hole. <laughs> <laughs> you did it about Israel. I'm doing it about homophobia, bitch. <laughs> uh, what was, I forget what you what you said before I was attacked. Oh, we were talking about how the Matrix birthed Joe Rogan guys. Yeah, I mean it did. It's Elaborate like, for me. Well, just because, like, they say, like, they're like, hey, what if this was real? And then it's just, you know, punching for the rest of the movie. Uh, so you watch, like, a you know, an, a two-hour movie that's questioning reality. But really, you're just watching about 90 minutes of action scenes and then a 10-minute sequence where Morpheus explains that, you know, humans are grown in a field or whatever. 
So I just think it's very surface-level philosophy. I think it's very accessible if you want to start thinking about the world, whatever. I just feel like a lot of people never progressed past it. Yeah, I mean, this movie is just like, if this movie was a podcast, it would sound the same as Joe Rogan. Like, they would ask a question, but then also say dude way too many times. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like they're having a philosophical conversation, but they're also saying fuck. It's the movie equivalent of someone taking a bong rip and then being like, where did humanity originate? It is exactly like that. Like, I mean, this movie seriously sounds like it was pitched in between bong rips. Yeah, it did, like, inspire dumb guy philosophy, I think. Yeah, because, I mean, you don't really have to think about it too much, but it, you're also, like, thinking about a lot all at the same time. I'm going to ask, let me ask you this. Do you think putting philosophy in pop culture was a bad idea? Like, do you think it's wreaked havoc on the nation at this point? I only think it's bad because we haven't chosen whether we're doing it all the time or none of the time. So the problem is when you read stuff like, you know, Crime and Punishment or whatever, where it's like loaded with philosophy and then you go to the Fast and Furious and you're trying to analyze those with the same fucking mindset and then you just end up reading way too deep into things. Yeah, I think it's like this type of media really blurred the line on... What is, like, making a point and exactly. what is just, like, being fuckery. And that, it's so tough to... Because before it used to be movies were fuckery and books made points. Exactly. And now the world is so confusing. And now sometimes they're making a point, sometimes they're not making enough points to make any point. And that's what, yeah, it's just fucking weird with The Matrix. You can never tell. Is this going to be an action movie? Is this a philosophy thing? What do you think it is? Like, what would you say is The Matrix more? I think The Matrix is the reason society will never progress to a utopia. Why? Because you can just, like, if you want, you can just ignore the whole philosophy thing. Like, you don't even have to think about if life's real when you watch The Matrix. You can just pretend that part didn't happen and be like, oh, they're shooting guns at cops. Hell yeah. Yes. You know? Like, I just think, like, you shouldn't. You shouldn't mix, like, being a dumb guy and trying to think smart thoughts. I think it's dangerous. I think it's cool if you could, if you mix it, but you have to do both of the ideas right. If you don't, you just end up with, like, half-baked philosophy and guys thinking they're genius. And I don't know. dressing up like Neo. I think shit like this is awesome, and I like it, but I just think it's bad for us. I feel like there's worse shit for us. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. there is always worse shit for us, but... I'm that's not really like it doesn't change the fact that I it's probably like I yeah those can both be true fair that's true yeah I don't know I yeah I don't know exactly how to say it all the way but yeah shit where you mix like where there it seems like there's two like ways you can watch this you know what I mean yeah yeah no you're right and, that and you can watch it, yes. They do that a lot with shit that is trying to make a point now, where they make it so, like, for the purpose of having the biggest possible audience, they also make it so you can watch it and never get the point. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that type of stuff is not great, because, you know, you, like, teach people the point, or else so we're just going to... they gonna... would bash you over... Because I feel like that has its place in that, like, you know... You can uh, watch it and enjoy it, and then uh, you know you 
maybe you go back to it a little later, you see this thing you like, and then all of a sudden it presents you with a new idea that maybe you wouldn't have been so accepting to it before had you had it not been slipped into a piece of media that you like. I mean, it's the same as like that kind of, you know, when Bill Burr was doing stand-up in like 2012 or whatever, when he would present to you some ridiculous crazy point, and then you'd disagree with him, and then he would back it up, and then you would agree with him by the end of it. I feel like it's kind of like that, and it definitely has its place if it's done well. I just don't think it was done excellently in The Matrix, or at least not well enough to the point where it has any solid uh, concrete conclusions. Yeah, I just feel like a lot of media starts out trying to make a point and then adds so much extra muddying the waters shit that it like just doesn't make the point. And I don't think that's like evil, I just think it's kind of useless. No, yeah, I agree with you, but I also think that's just like you know a consequence of fucking like I think creating that things. I feel like that's just like a guy who had a vision that maybe he wasn't able to, f- you know. I, what I'm trying to say, I guess, is I feel like the waters are so muddied at this point because of stuff like that, be, like stuff being inspired by stuff like this. You know, I, that it, it's so muddied now that you only really get points if you already thought the same thing as the point is making. Like, I feel like people don't, there's not like one point anymore. You can like read whatever point you want into media now. Yeah, that's true. And I think that maybe it was always like that, but I think that combining um, thoughts and explosions is like, I don't know, makes that happen more. Yeah, maybe. I mean... I think it's. I think it just might be the nature of like the people who watch those kind of movies. Like they're trying, you know, they shoot fucking too low, and it it becomes a dumb guy action flick. Versus like when we watched RoboCop, and you can see like okay, that you know it has all the hallmarks of a dumb guy action flick: people being shot in the balls and heads exploding. But like they also make very poignant. Uh, you know some fucking solid points about uh, equality and like the role of the police and militarization of the police but i still think you can watch that movie and not get the point that's what i mean yeah you absolutely can but to me i think that's like the mark of good art if you can watch it and ignore the point and it still rules or you can watch it and get the point and have it you know rule the same or even more i just feel like the problem with the matrix is that they don't make a really crazy point like i feel like the matrix is just being like what if this was a computer and then they don't have anything to back that up and you know that's a really cool premise for a movie but like as a philosophy argument or like a thought experiment it's just very very surface level yeah and that's what i'm saying is that like the matrix nailed the action side of things they just kind of fell a little flat with the other side of shit yeah i just think maybe you shouldn't like well i mean yeah it'll never happen it's an unrealistic opinion of me to have but I just think it would probably be better if we separated those two so people who were watching it for the action didn't like watch it and then think, oh, I must be smart now because of I got what The Matrix was about. Sounds to me like you just don't want uh, any dumb people to be allowed to watch movies. Yeah, I think we should just kill dumb people. I think, I think you should have to pass an IQ test before you're allowed to open up Listen, I think if you now. don't have my political opinions, I should get to bow and arrow you in the neck. Thanks for listening to the show. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but that's just a feeling that I have sometimes. (laughs) Um, You feel like it was crazy how scared everyone was of hackers? No, I mean, I get why they were. I mean, this was like right around the Y2K thing was about to pop off. Yeah, they thought God was going to hack the computer system. Well, I mean, what even was Y2K? They were like, 
oh no, space is going to suck off the satellites or something. What did they th- say? So when computers first came out, they had like no fucking memory on them. So uh, as a way to save space when they would enter the dates, they would only do the last two digits of the year. Yeah. So like, you know, 86, 85, whatever. And it wasn't an issue because, the you know, the 1900s are never going to come to a close. Um and then one day it became 1999, and they were like, "Oh fuck, what are we gonna do when all the computers go back to zero zero? That's the stupidest shit Everything's ever. Gonna because fuck up. what do you guys think a clock is, bitch? Well, I mean, it just wasn't. I mean, it was an issue. Like that would fuck up the systems, but like it was so easily fixable. Like my dad was a computer programmer during this time. He was saying like, "Yeah, the Y2K bug was very real, and it took us about a day and a half to fix." And so <laughs> that's but so like funny. there was there, there was just other people, though, who were like purposely drumming it up and like making it seem like it was going to, you know, end the world because they were making a fortune. Y2K proofing people's computers or selling software or whatever. So it's just a fucking scam and taking advantage of, uh, you know, a, a new technology that just came out that people don't fully understand yet. Now, what's the next thing that's going to have a Y2K that we could profit Cryptocurrencies, off of? Bradley. What do you think is going to be the Y2K of Bitcoin? Um, I don't know. I feel like once the 20,000 you know Bitcoin think it comes is? out or whatever. Yeah, it's either going to be some sort of like finite thing or it's going to be like when the government considers legislating it. Yeah. Those are our opportunities. Well, the government's already legislating it, and that tanked the market a while ago. Yeah, um, but that was I thought that was only the Chinese government. I didn't think America did anything yet. America made people start paying property tax on their crypto. Oh man. And that that was that tanked the market pretty bad about a year or two ago, I think. That's weird. Why does the government make you pay tax when they make all the money? Just make yourselves more money. Well, they just couldn't figure out a way to make money off Bitcoin. So they're like, uh, 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 it's real. Yeah, but, Property. But I mean tax about anything. Like, why do you even need to have my money when you are the one who makes it? You gave it to me. Create. <laughs> you want me to give it back? Yeah, yeah. Just read the you number. You shouldn't have given it to me. <laughs> read the number of my money that you want and then create that amount of money. Like, how hard yeah. is that? Fuck off with your taxes, bro. <laughs> like, what do you mean I have to do math every year? <laughs> like, and I love how they don't teach you how to do that math. Like, I was in school, I was in high school, being like, okay, all this long division is excellent. How do I file my taxes? Yeah, they'll and never. My mom tell was you. like, yeah, no, you'll use everything you know here to do that. And, it's like, and you also, could have just told me how to do that form. If I have to give you my money, why don't you do the fucking math to figure out how much yeah. money I owe you? Why do Fuck I have you. to do the math? You're just hoping I fuck it up so you can charge me more money. Like I'm gonna get a gun, bitch. <laughs> That's why people have guns. Yeah, I never understood why people got guns, but then you start thinking about stuff, and then you're you like, start having feelings about things. You start considering and pondering and you're like oh everyone needs one let me get a strap but anyways back to the matrix (laughs) i think taxes should be illegal though yeah i don't get why people were worried about hackers though because you said like y2k but that wasn't a hack that was just a bug well but that's what i'm saying is that like people didn't understand computers or how they work so it's just like of course they're worried about hackers they have no fucking idea what's going on yeah but then like I feel like after the, like, third hacker movie, everyone should have chilled because they should have realized that, like, 
the type of guys hackers are. He's like a sweaty 15-year-old. But like, they didn't what's he going to do like, to you? Because in movies, they didn't know what hacking was. You remember in fucking war games. Oh, yeah. They yeah. just think that. They see that movie, and they're like, okay, nobody go on the computer. <laughs> nobody fucking touch anything. <laughs> yeah, that's just so funny that they were that irrational, about, I guess, because I just can't relate. Because do you remember, like, I don't know. Do you remember how like early kids would learn how to jailbreak stuff and things? Like hacking oh, yeah. is just part of life now. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, now it is. And the kid who was hacking your iPhone was never scary. He was like a kid with like dried boogers on his zip up hoodie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He was. It was only scary because you knew he wasn't going to cover his mouth if he sneezed. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. It's just funny how how fast the fright of hackers changed. I mean, I still think that people Because are... even now adults aren't scared of hackers. Because your grandma will get an email from a guy who she's never heard of before who's like a prince of a country and be like, oh, yeah, I guess I have to send this guy money. Like, no one even thinks about the possibility of hackers anymore. Yeah, okay, fair enough. That's an interesting point. Maybe yeah. people are just too worried about... Maybe people just miss monarchies. You ever think about that? In these uh, new technological hustle-bustle computer times, people are like... I just want to support a, a Saudi prince. So you're saying that they're still scared of hackers, but I'm saying they they're still love... scared of hackers, but they love kings and queens more than they are afraid of hackers. They the... love the idea of royalty. They're like, listen, I'm worried about losing my credit card numbers on the internet, but also anyone who's inbred can have my credit card number. Yes, for the sake of uh, you promising <laughs> to inbreed some more. Yeah, maybe. I always wonder what makes royal families like what makes a guy just like love the king like who is the king to you he's just like a fancy guy who's kind of dumb right yeah i guess so like has a weird nose or chin usually cause... i mean i think that guys who love elected politicians are a little fucking weird and i get that even more so you know than what? just loving the king who you were stuck with i don't get loving an elected representative either or even like the amount that people love, like, their favorite Supreme Court guy. Yeah. Or, like... Yeah, all the fucking notorious RBG shit. Yeah, everybody... Oh, that makes me want to die, man. I hate that. People people thinking Ruth Bader Ginsburg is a badass when she's just, like, a 78-year-old lady who would be rude to you if you talked to her. She's a neoliberal. <laughs> <laughs> she would, like... Anyone who likes Ruth Bader Ginsburg... Ginsburg, she would hate the fucking shitty jeans that you wear. Like yeah, she would be seriously. pissed off about your outfit. Like, yep. yeah, I don't know. Fuck anyone who is in the government. But yeah, all those people. Like, why do you idolize that thing? Like, I guess I get it with elected people because at least they're not inbred. But like, why would you idolize the king? Why do people think Queen Elizabeth rules? You could kill Queen Elizabeth with a flick on the nose, bro. <laughs> like, I just don't get why they think that's so awesome. It must be like just because she's on the money or something. <laughs> Anyone like that. in the British royal family, yeah. I could beat in a fist fight, and I'm not good at fighting. We, I think it was just you know, literally. I think it's just millennia of us being gaslit into thinking that they're tight. I yeah. mean, and we're we're breaking free of those chains, brother. But like, there's still definitely some people shackled. Yeah, I don't know. If you support a royal family, just look at them and then look at yourself and then decide unbiasedly. I only support... That's my advice. Yeah, the only royal family I support is the Habsburgs. Yeah, but you only support them as a bit. I only support their chins. Mm -hmm. So, you, yeah, okay, well, whatever. 
Did the Ireland have a royal family? Uh, Ireland had a bunch of different um, fucking uh, duchies and like fucking rulers and shit in it. I don't know too much about Irish history. I just played a video game where I took it over. Tell me a little bit about the culture of your native homeland. Do they love Queen Elizabeth over there? No, they hate her. They hate Queen Elizabeth? Oh, yeah. They See, hate I, the British. I think I could vibe with people on uh, Ireland. You should, man. I mean, we were occupied for a hot minute, my people and I. I would love to join the IRA. Uh, yeah. That's the one where they put the ski masks on and shoot people, right? Yeah, put bombs in mailboxes, shit like that. Dude, that shit is so hard. Anytime I hear about domestic terrorism, I'm like, let's go, baby. You know what I love? My favorite part about Irish people is that they named their time of domestic terrorism through like the 70s where there was guns, you know, fucking gunfights and bombs going off. They had to erect walls to keep the Irish or the Catholics and the Protestants away from each other. Yeah. They call that time of strife the Troubles. Yeah, that's they really what I like. downplay that. That's what I like about all Irish people, yes. even you, dude. Anytime you're going through something, you just call it the troubles. Yeah, like just... that's like what you call your depression. <laughs> <laughs> My troubles. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that's what I like about it. But yeah, yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. I was looking at like IRA guy pictures because I never, <laughs> I don't know enough about them. Like, uh, man, but they looked so hard. It was like, because yeah. they only have wool over there too, so all their ski masks, <laughs> all their ski masks are like twice the the, the thickness of a normal ski and mask. And their water, they wick water away. Man, they're <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> yeah, they look awesome, man. Um, so anyway, yeah, but fuck the queen. Long live Ireland. That's what I say. Yes. I'm, I stand with my Irish ex-allies. I agree. I'm an ally of the Irish ex-community. Anyway, back to the Matrix. Um, I fucking loved the visual effects of this movie. I want to just make sure that gets said. Yep. I think the set design of the Nebuchadnezzar ruled. I love the ship design of it. What's Nebuchadnezzar? That's the name of uh, Morpheus's ship that he drives. What do you think that one means? Jerusalem? It's uh, the name of a ruler. I think oh. of... Uh, I want to... Maybe Ottoman? He's a character from Civilization Six, hmm. Or Civ Five, And oh. history. He's also a real man. If you had to pick an empire, Ottoman or Holy Roman? Holy Roman. Why? They're still operating. But the Ottomans defeated them in open combat. But were you... Checkmate, bitch. What? Rome? What? Yeah, the Ottomans mind. beat Rome. No, they didn't. Anyway, the set design. The set design, yeah, it fucking ruled. I like the I liked the look of the ship. I, it looked fucking uh, like truly lived in, which I thought was really cool. Um, I like all the outfit designs. Uh, their fucking shitty wool stuff. Yeah, it's cool how unnew everything looks. That's a good point. I never noticed that. Yeah, but yeah, stuff always looks new in movies. They did a very good job of making it look aged and lived in. I think that it was like. Yeah, honestly, like the set design was like pretty comparable to Ridley Scott's Alien, which is what I I put that top tier. That's my favorite set design I've ever seen. I thought the set design and a lot of the movie was similar to Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, it was. I'd say it was like less so to Star Wars and more to like a Blade Runner kind of dystopian future. Yeah, where I it was seen fuck, that. like Star Wars is very clean, but like the Matrix, I liked that it just looked grimy and kind of shitty. That's true. It's like Mad Max. Yeah, which I also haven't seen in kind of a sci-fi sense a yep. little bit. In a in a way. <laughs> um, also, I wanted to mention the uh, fucking uh, scene where uh, Neo gets bugged by the agents. Yep, they drop the bug in his belly button, and then uh, uh, Trinity and the. Uh, uh, 
white Trinity. Uh, you Hold know. on. I thought Trinity was white. Yeah, but then there's the other girl who dresses <laughs> like Trinity, but all white. When we do the intro from the podcast, you have to say I'm Kean Beatty, and then I'm going to go, and I'm the white Kean. White Kean? Yeah. <laughs> Just in case you guys were wondering. You're Kean, I'm white Kean. Okay, fine. But anyway, uh, so he gets picked up by uh, Trinity and her friend, and then... Uh, they like take out the fucking gun to suck the, or you know, the big fucking thing to suck the bug out of them. Yeah, the bug sucking vacuum. They like plug it into the cigarette lighter, as you mentioned on our last episode. Yeah, I love how fucking elaborate all the shit is, but then it's still all wired. Yeah, I love that. I just, that's like my favorite thing of movie, like future technology about how it's all like rooted in the era that they're in. Like, yeah. In fucking Alien, you know, they're soaring through space and they're like, let me check the logs. And they like put in a cassette player. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because like they always assume that it's going to be the same technology, just more elaborate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they just like they can't comprehend. It's like, yeah, obviously there's going to be a gun that's able to flawlessly suck a monster out of your belly. Because obviously it's going to have to plug into the cigarette lighter. But I think future stuff even still does that because like you watch Black Mirror and they're like they live in like a four walled touch screen thing. Oh, yeah, totally. And it's like. No, it's probably not going to be iPads. It's probably going to be a fucking Elon Musk brain chip. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's just, like, my favorite part of sci-fi is, like, the constraints that we put on it that are, like, so silly when we look back on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see, like, how silly the sci-fi of now looks. Oh, yeah. I bet it's going to be stupid. Yeah. Once, like, people think, like, oh, my God, they thought we used touchscreens and voice commands. We, we, we don't just blink what we want to happen. I mean, I bet you it's just, like, stuff's just going to happen, and you're just going to, like, and nothing you want will ever happen, but stuff will just keep happening, and they'll keep telling you that that's what you want. Yeah, instead of having a song stuck in my head, my brain's just going to auto-scroll on Instagram all day long. Your brain's going to play that U2 album that they made you get on your iPhone. Front to back, I paid (laughs) $9.99 for me to remember this whole fucking album. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I think. It's just going to all be, like, fucking invasions of your mind with the scene where neo was learning all, all the you know where he, he they can fucking just plug in all that fucking knowledge to him yeah or, and he like learns all the fight moves i feel like i'd want to learn some other shit like what i don't know I feel like i'd be like hey tank throw in uh throw how in to make a, learning how to read cassette yeah just you know in case I'm, I, there's some stuff I missed. You got a how to eat pussy disc in there, Tank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if that's what if that was the whole movie? Is they just trained him on how to be the perfect man? Tank, I need you to tell me how to make friends. <laughs> Tank, how long do I look in people's eyes for? <laughs> <laughs> Tank, I need you to load me up with some icebreakers. Poor social Neo <laughs> with no social skills. Oh yeah, you. That's how you're supposed to say it. Tank. I need you to <laughs> upload a talking to girls simulation. He picks up a phone and he's like, Tank, the Oracle's touching me for way too long. <laughs> the, Tank, the Oracle won't get her hand off my shoulder, Tank. <laughs> Tank, how long do I hug somebody for? Uh, Tank, give me an exit out of this hug. <laughs> Tank, I'm talking to a kid. I need an out. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> there was a phone call in the subway at nine. <laughs> no social skills tank is what I meant. Uh, meant I didn't mean to be ableist. Just in case I forget no to edit that out. Skills tank. That's a, that's awesome. <laughs> or no social skills neo. Sorry. Yeah. I really like that. We bit. could call them neo social skills. Neo social skills. <laughs> nice. What about neo? But he goes by neo pronouns. He's cat gender. Oh, I think we gotta edit that out too. Is that what neo means, cat? Well, neo pronouns are like that's just oh, like, like an umbrella neo. term for any type okay, of pronoun. Okay, okay. So actually, bitch, you're the one being problematic. Hey. Actually, b i t x h, you're the one that's being <laughs> problematic right now. <laughs> What if uh, what if that scene where like uh, Neo and Trinity are like going to rescue Morpheus and they're like in the you know the all white Matrix yeah. and like all the fucking shelves of guns come out? What if it's like that? But it's just like Tank, we're gonna need an outfit, and then it's just like woof, a bunch of fur suits like come out and they're all <laughs> <laughs> Neo like dresses up like a sexy fox. <laughs> anyway. So what do you think? Uh, was the did the Matrix have a net positive on society? Do you think our parents learned anything of value from it, or do you think it was uh, it only created the Joe Rogan experience, and now we're living in a dystopia where Joe Rogan is the deepest man alive and the only philosopher to exist? Well, I w- I I, I want to talk about like I don't think this movie really did much good for society, just based on the fact that like. I just don't think that watering down philosophy is good for people because okay. it makes it just makes it so like cuz people love to like watch one thing and then think they understand the whole concept of it and it just like it's not complicated enough I think in in these types of movies but also I wonder was it I think it was probably bad to even introduce simulation theory to the world <laughs> what do you, what are your thoughts you feel like <laughs> You just think we shouldn't even be worrying about that shit? I just think, yeah, that's like, man, nobody should have enough time to be wondering if they're a computer. Yeah, you're honestly, man, you're probably right about, like, what good does that serve for us to be thinking about that all the time? Yeah, because I almost, like, sometimes, like, I want to say that it does make sense, like, or whatever, like, it could be possible. Yeah, sure, why not? But it's like, who gives a fuck if it is, dude? I'm still, like, broke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still, so I'm still think, losing the simulation. Yeah. So now, like, yeah. Now there's just guys who are cool with like, you know, having fucking dog shit lives that go nowhere because it's like, well, it's all. But I also think it's like all a simulation. I also do think that there are like simulation theory guys who have who started out saying it as a joke, like a joke reference to this movie or whatever. And then, like, another generation of that guy came in where they, like, genuinely believe that. And I just think it's not productive. Yeah, you're probably not. I I, I feel like like when the Wachowskis made this, they were hoping that this would be, like, some entry-level philosophy for people to be like, oh, this was cool, now let me look into Descartes or something like that. But I think that you're right. I think that what happened is people just saw this and they were like, oh, not only do I get this movie, I get all of what's going on. You know what I think is, and this is what I've been trying to say, is I think philosophy should be a little inaccessible, man, to be honest. I think it should be, like, you have to want to learn about it. Because when you just see, like, parts of a concept flying at you in a thing that you didn't expect it to be in, like, you can just start believing that. Or at least I can. 
Like, I know I'm not the only one who does that probably, right? Yeah, I get that. But I also don't think that people should be making things or, you know, not making things deep or philosophical just because a dumb guy might watch it. You're right. I feel like it's up to you, the viewer, to be willing to ask deeper questions and like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Think like, hey, is this, you know, is there something else going on? Or, hey, maybe I'm reading way too into this and there isn't anything else going on. I think, you know, being able to come yeah. to both of those conclusions is valuable and a skill each person needs to develop for themselves. It's a good... Yeah, you're right about that. But I just don't think people do that. No, you're right. I don't <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, but those are two opposite takes for you, well, folks. Take, pick what one you like. And me and Kian aren't friends anymore now that we have different opinions, too. We haven't been friends for a while. I just blocked I just you on Facebook. You yet. The first time you disagreed with me about an opinion, I blocked you. <laughs> I blocked your ass. <laughs> I don't need that negativity in my life. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need... Um, I don't need fucking haters and trolls. I need a goddamn echo chamber full of <laughs> a different type of haters and trolls. Full of true friends. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you think? Good or bad, net positive or net negative? Oh, man. I mean, I think this movie had a lot of bad attached to it. I think that's undeniable. I think that it ruined... I mean, like, how many fucking unwatchable comedy parodies of The Matrix... In the 2000s were there, I mean... Like, how many were there? A lot, man. I mean, like, just about every fucking cartoon. I, how many times Family Guy did it? I don't fucking know. But, like, that had an effect. I mean, that was, like, a negative for sure. I feel like the style it influenced was bad. Maybe for guys who were already wearing trench coats, it was nice to stop being called a Columbine guy and now be, you're being called a Matrix guy. That was probably maybe a net positive, depending on who you ask, but feels like maybe what we're saying is we think it got too big culturally. It got too big. People liked it too, or more than they should, and they thought it was deeper than it is. The Matrix is a cool action movie about what if this was a computer and nothing else. Yeah, I mean, it really should just be taken as a sci-fi. Like, we shouldn't even be talking about it like it has philosophy. Exactly. No, we shouldn't, because this really is just a, a, an action movie with a cool idea. Yeah, so and we, that's what it is. That's the, I think the problem here is that people people misconstrue this as a philosophy movie when literally it's it's an action movie. Yeah, it's like just a that's just a sci-fi premise. That's yeah. not even philosophy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we talked for an hour just to end up at a realization where there was no point for us to talk for an hour. Yes. Hey, another I, successful week, just like how it always if that's goes. That's not what this show is about. I don't know what it is. Hey, I thought of a character. What? Mophius. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> where he's uh he's always talking about if uh it, he's like sucking dicks right and all, all the time and then, why is that funny well it's not funny but let me get you, <laughs> let me tell you the punchline right he's like uh so he's like sucking some guy off and then like the first scene of the movie is like slop noises in the guy's face right and then morpheus Malfeus, i mean gets up turns around and he's with like something dripping down his chin and he's like I don't even know if you really just came. <laughs> and then that's the whole movie. Is that a good character? What if uh what if he makes someone take the blue pill or the red pill and then when they take the red pill he's like now. Let me give you some mouth. What if uh the red pill is like nothing happens and then the blue pill puts you to sleep and then Malpheus 
What if the blue pill is Viagra and it's whether he shows you the Matrix or he just gives you top in a weird abandoned hotel? Yeah, that's a way better bit than me doing roofies. It's either like, (laughs) man, that's way better actually. If if you choose that, you don't want to find out what the Matrix is. Malpheus just pretends like he he was here to uh, hit you up and try and uh, smash. Yeah, that was it. That's that's the you weren't ready for the Matrix. Uh, Good thing I'm just trying to suck you off. Amen, baby. And that's what this podcast was about. Uh, yeah. Oh, what do you think it taught our parents? I mean, I think it taught them. Uh, I think it taught them hustle culture. How bad that was. Yeah. Think, I, I th- think it taught them ignorance is bliss. Yeah, maybe. I don't really know. I don't think it taught them that. I feel like it was like, uh, no, ignorance is not bliss actually because that's the whole thing is like they're kind of glorifying living in this real shitty ass world where everything kind of sucks and they're dumping on people who choose to have the ignorance is bliss life and die happy in the matrix when really it's like i think that you might be wrong actually i think the guys who are living and dying in the matrix have it figured out i think you're living in a world where you have to hide from robots in the sewers and it's a perpetual thunderstorm outside I feel like I'd get depressed and die if I moved to Vancouver right now, let alone if I tried to live in the real world in the Matrix, or, you know, in the movie The Matrix. That's what I'm saying, though. So how did it not teach them ignorance is bliss? It must have. I mean, maybe maybe if that's what they took away from it, I just don't feel like that's what the movie was glorifying. I feel like the movie was kind of glorifying Neo and Trinity and Morpheus for turning that whole paradigm on its head and being like, no, we want to live in this shitty-ass real world because that's the only thing that's true. When it's like, who fucking cares? I'd rather live in a nice lie than a shitty truth. Yeah, and I mean, the truth is not even a real concept. No, it's not. I mean, like, make up whatever you want in your own head. Yeah, I mean, you're always looking for the truth. Look at how miserable you are. Think about, think about the happiest man you know, and chances are, it's the most delusional guy both of us know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I also think it taught our parents uh, to not believe in therapy. When Morpheus is teaching Neo that uh, him getting punched in the Matrix only hurts in real life if his mind allows it to be real. Yeah, you think that was a real uh, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never (laughs) hurt me? (laughs) Yeah, I thought it taught our parents to uh, not believe in bullying. Yeah. I mean, I I get where you're coming from on that. I can can see that. That was kind of a weird paradigm shift that we had when... We were growing up. What do you mean? I feel like that was kind of when teachers were like, okay, I guess words might actually hurt you. Yeah, right? I remember, yeah, people would say words will never hurt you. And then like like, two years later, they were like, hey, let's all pour one out for Amanda Todd. (laughs) They were like, let's go down to the water fountain and pour one out as a class because it turns out words can hurt you. Uh, We didn't know. I thought it was just rocks and shit. How fucking irresponsible of every adult to do that. (laughs) You wonder why we're all so mad at you all the time. Yeah, maybe it's because you're fucking stupid as hell about everything (laughs) and you never admit you're wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Um, do you think the real Matrix is capitalism? Well, why not? Yeah, I think that's what it is. I mean, I think that you could probably take it as, like, uh, maybe uh, not just capitalism, but, like, kind of the whole regular life, I guess. I mean, you can, like, question, like, do I want to get a job and have a family and settle down? And then you're just questioning it, and you're unhappy, and you die alone, and everyone hates you. Or you can just be like, oh, I'll do what everyone else does, and then people will like you. 
Yeah. So what are you saying? Doing what everyone else does is just good? Yes. You're saying I'm saying you should always do it. I'm saying stop You're saying to conform. Uh, yeah, I'm saying You're you, saying maybe all of society should like uh get the same uniform and maybe like uh get saying, state jobs and then maybe if anyone like speaks out against the state we throw them in like a bit of a gulag. Yeah, I'm just saying, do you really think you're smarter than every other person in the world? <laughs> do you really think you have it more figured out than everybody else? <laughs> You really think you're smarter than all the peasants of Soviet <laughs> Russia? <laughs> I got news for you, sister. You um, don't know anything. Yeah, um, I'm saying, yeah, this movie taught our parents to do what everyone else does and our government officials to take political prisoners. Yeah. Because if someone's not doing what everyone else does, that's bad. I'd like to end it on that little... <laughs> nugget of wisdom thank you for listening to the podcast everybody we're brought to you by comedy here often and the democratic people's republic of blank don't worry about it we're looking for sponsors also we're looking for american business sponsors um thanks for tuning in we'll see you next week we're dropping on what thursdays or fridays now thursdays Ian? now big dog dropping on thursdays now baby so moi moi and godspeed <laughs>